Welcome to Open Mind UFO Radio. I am your host, Alejandro Rojas, and I am here with my good buddy, Martin um, Headset Willis. Yeah, Headset this week. You can yeah, hear people, me, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Yeah. You can hear me? Yeah, all good. Okay. I think people will be slow to come in because I only created the live stream just a few minutes ago and only notified it peeps just a few minutes ago so oh well here we go uh ah. anthony roca can't reco came in uh thanks james he says what a week and he's exactly right yeah it has been a wild week so we will get into that but first i just want to say hello uh welcome back martin how you doing everything's good everything's good you can see i'm not in my regular setting i'm in a house down uh about an hour away from where i live Working mm -hmm. with a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. Doing stuff. your thing, your your antique thing. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Cool. I think Nothing that's an great exciting job you have. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's not you, people. If if Martin looks fuzzy and stuff, his connection's a little uh, less than normal, but that's okay. You look fine. We can hear you just fine. Oh, you can. Okay. Yep. I guess let's get into the the, the news. First of all, the big news. So um, we kind of talked about this, and it's kind of funny, and I'd, I'd love kind of your overall impression. In fact, we haven't talked that much this week. Mm. What is that? Somebody coughing. But um, the, you know, there is all this buzz about big news coming, big news coming. Uh, I have been critical of UFO Twitter for blowing it into something that it was not making for some reason saying it's world changing all this other stuff. Uh, I tried to clarify what it was more um, about and people got mad at me for being mean to little poor little UFO Twitter, uh, even though they were making stuff up. So and then it's funny because then the news comes out and UFO Twitter is like, this isn't what we expected. Well, of course, because you made up your expectations were ridiculous. You made them up. It's all fantasy. Um, however, the news that did come out, I think, is big news personally. And it's about as big news you can get in the real world if you're not living in a, a fantasy world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, no matter, it's just, it's very much like when NASA had an announcement that mm. they were going to make and we had to wait for it. And then we, everyone was speculating, oh my God, they found life. You know, like we can all go in that place where yeah. we can picture something really amazing, like well, the UFO landing on the White House lawn or something, you know. Yeah. And I think that NASA was even worse. People are being critical of the guys uh, who released the news, Tim McMillan and MJ Benayas of The Debrief. Uh, Micah Hanks also working with them on that project. I interviewed them both this week and we'll get into that. Uh, the things that we talked about. Um, 
But that, you know, they really, I don't feel hyped up their story that much. NASA, in your example, hyped their story up way more than it was. And it was a major letdown because it was really not much. At least in this case, there was something significant. And uh, the gist of uh, what they discovered was that the UAP task force had created a couple of reports that they distributed to the intelligence community, um, the intelligence community got really excited about them because it uh, included a lot of credible information uh, about UAPs that opened people's eyes up, uh, including a couple of incidents um, with photos, one in particular being uh, a shocking event where there's a triangle UFO uh, and the photo is taken from the cockpit by the pilot in an F-18. And that was an event that happened in 2019. Uh, The other event being less exciting happening in 2018, where the photo uh, was taken of an alleged cube-like object. Uh, Then the day after the debrief launched this on the second, that, that the story about this just yesterday, they launched another story where they actually shared the photo of the cube-shaped object. A lot of people aren't impressed. Some people think it's a Mylar balloon, um, but still, uh, and I hope it's not. If it's not, I think that that could be a major issue uh, undermining the credibility and the judgment of the UAP task force. Um, But uh, the big news is that, you know, everybody's taking this so seriously. Most of the people that he talked to remained anonymous. Uh, the Washington Examiner confirmed that their story was accurate. Uh, Brian Bender interviewed Luis Elizondo, who said, yes, he was aware of, of all of this. And, and it is accurate. It's true. Um, and then um, and that's, I guess, where we are. The Hill also covered it. They didn't really vet it themselves. They just kind of covered the news about it, which is interesting. Fox News covered it, I saw. But I put Fox News in the tabloid section because their accuracy is about as good as, you know, uh, the UK tabloids, which we comply complain about. So their accuracy was a little off. To be honest, the Hill's accuracy was a little off, but at least they corrected themselves, actually. Um, and it's interesting. They took the story pretty seriously. Well, when you say Lou, Lou was aware of it, didn't this happen? I mean, wasn't he out of the program uh, in 2017? He was out of the program in 2017, but this has created a huge buzz inside of the t- intelligence community. Um, those who have asked, which include the Washington Examiner, Tom Rogan, um, Brian Bender, um, and of course, the original Tim McMillan, those who asked the uh, the DOD about this, Susan Goff, essentially, who speaks is the closest thing to we have to a spokesperson for the UAP task force or anybody said those reports are classified. She's not going to talk about their whether or not they exist, mm. uh, anything that may be included in there. Um, that all the work that the UAP task force does is classified. The results are classified. So essentially she's like, I'm not saying anything. So we don't have any official confirmation. However, uh, you know, these, the, um, the intelligence community as a whole has been, it's gone viral. So even people uh, who have aren't officially in the intelligence community may not even have classification status at anymore um, are aware. So for instance, uh, Bob McGuire, some people may be familiar with a scientist who works with sky hub and, and some other things oh, yeah. he uh, had confirmed. He had seen the picture and was aware of it. In fact, he created co- quite a buzz when he kind of 
dropped that bomb uh, on Grant Cameron show, I guess, uh, a day or two prior to the article coming out. Um, and then, and I think we talked about that. And um, and so there are others who were aware. And of course, Lou has has really strong ties still with uh, the people, his colleagues that he used to work with. And that's been, um, you know, what's made it difficult for him to share information is that he has sought to uh maintain the relationships that he had while he was working there. And he uh, is a patriot and believes in what he did and, and what his coworkers are doing in intelligence. And uh, he is trying not to rock the boat too much, but of course him coming out with what he did is definitely rocked the boat quite a bit. Yeah. Now this picture, this is not the same picture that was talked about. That's coming out of the water, right? This is a yeah. different one. It and, is yeah no and you're you're exactly correct and let me bring up the picture. So there's been a couple of things that I've clarified that have kind of come to light about this image. In fact, this is the actual image you could see here, and it's the top of their their article on the deep brief, and you can see the object. You know, um, if hard, I do hard to see. If I do this. Can you see my cursor? Yeah, I can just barely see it though. But yeah. But yeah, you can barely, in fact, it's covered up by the M in Tim's last name, McMillan, and that's about the size of it, the size of this M character. So you can't see it there, but uh, they did include in the article a zoom in. Yeah. Uh, but there has been some information that's come to light, and I will uh, enlighten you all on that. Uh, really? Okay. Here. Yeah. So there's a picture. You can see the object. Just that's a better. Little got there and i think it's important to note that this is what the pilot saw so or the 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 navy and the navigator actually in the back seat is who took this image so this is how they saw it and they um apparently according to the interview i had with tim you know must have flown around it and probably taken a few pictures of it they said it remained stationary there's a zoom in of yeah. the picture so, uh, Keith Basterfield looked at the metadata and he saw that this was taken on an iPhone in 2019. Um, Tim has since clarified and said that actually, uh, um, this is a photo of a photo that Tim has. That's why it says 2019. Um, oh. So this is a photo of a photo. Some people have said, how can this be a photo of a photo when it's such high resolution and so clear? But that's what Tim said. Uh, another thing that has come to light is that this photo was shared. Um, at least one um, person on Twitter had tweeted me and others and said, hey, I tweeted this photo out in 29th May of this year and nobody cared. Uh, huh. And he did, you know, huh. he did tweet that photo. So that photo he tweeted, though, was very low resolution. It looked like a photo of a printed photo. Um, oh. I'm a, so it could be someone who had a printed copy of those UAP task force reports and took a photo of uh, the object on those and then released it. So um, that's kind of interesting. Uh, the other thing is that, uh, so those are the things others people have said, and I guess I could look it up. They really, a lot of people feel this is a balloon and that it looks a lot like this uh, Batman balloon that is out there. Um, in fact, I can look for kind of some imagery. I don't know that. I think it's tough. I do see the similarity 
But um, I think the issue is, um, here's a quote in here that I think is important. Um, boo, 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 boo. I, right here. So we had some people look at it, including people who work with weather balloons. And they said, no, it's not a weather balloon. Um, but they weren't. And essentially, here's this quote from the article, which I think is important. While they did not describe the photos as or the photo as compelling, referring to the one we're just looking at. All three officials we spoke with seemed dismissive of the idea that it depicts a balloon. According to these sources, the photo would not have been um, issued if there were reasonable estimates that the object was a balloon, given the nature of the intelligence report in which it appeared. So their point hmm. is that this is an intelligence report from the UAP task force that these uh, cases and the information in the report had been vetted, that they were representing these things as unidentified so that they couldn't, I, I, you know, figure out. And so these people are saying, there's no way, you know, these guys would have put it in the report if they, there was any indication it was a balloon. Um, so I think that's an important comment that's in yeah. there. I know people are saying looks like a balloon someone's saying a bat balloon i think a lot of people are are convinced that it is this this balloon um but i don't i you know i don't i don't know i think that uh, i'm still on the fence i think we, we there's too much we don't know um it would and be then wonderful I, yeah. mm -hmm. go ahead yeah well another thing too is uh, you know people may assume that the you know triangle ufos fly um in an aerodynamic way which there are many cases where they've flown in odd ways um moving forward so this thing could be moving forward up on its end like that it wouldn't even it doesn't make any sense but people have said many times that they've seen you know reactions um uh with these things traveling in weird ways yeah, someone was asking, and speaking of movement, and it's interesting, someone just asked, how fast was it moving? Zero. And and that's what's interesting about it. And this is one of the reasons they feel it wasn't a balloon. It was completely stationary. Mm. Um, so, and there's two aspects. At first, a balloon likely would not be completely stationary, uh, given the winds at that altitude. Yeah. Um, also, that a balloon wouldn't be able to fly that high. That balloons, um, you know, People are estimating this to be tens of thousands of feet in the air. And really? mylar balloons cannot uh, fly that high. Some people have argued, well, if you had it partially full of air, first of all, why would it be partially full of air if it was a, a kid's balloon? I guess if it's old or something like that. But also, um, uh, you know, uh, it, it's a lot higher than these sort of mylar balloons can are float, according to the information out there. So hmm. um, people have made that comment. Dirk had an interesting uh, comment here. He says, my cat looks exactly like a mini panther. Doesn't make him a panther, which is a really good point. I mean, we don't have all of the um, data on this sighting to be able to, I think, make a strong statement. Now, and given... And this is the other problem. People are trying to analyze a photo that is a photo of a photo. Right. I'm um, just wondering about the res um, resolution of the original. 
I know. I think that's really interesting um, because the original must be much higher resolution and uh, the original probably uh, can reveal more. In fact, some people have argued that when you zoom in on this and let's try that, actually, let's say if you zoom in on this, that um, that a lot of people are using uh, things to fix the picture or, you know, essentially where you can try to clear it up and stuff, but mm. that also distorts the image and that the distortions um, make it look more like a balloon. Uh, so mm. I don't know. It, it's hard to say. I think that we can't necessarily, I, I guess I could say I'm not um, jumping to any conclusions at this point. Has anyone that you know of reached out and spoken with Mark D'Antonio, what his thoughts were on this? Mm, no. Um, mm. But again, Mark's going to say it's a balloon. I know Mark. Um, I know, enough. Mark. I know you are. And he's essentially <laughs> going to say, we can't prove that it's not. <laughs> yeah. And uh, right, given a photo of a photo, we certainly can't prove that it's not. So um, yeah. we don't have enough data. I think it's a, I don't think that, um, yeah, we just don't have enough data yet to mm. make that determination. But I think, you know, people are getting really worked up about this uh, photo and everything. And and the there's a couple big takeaways, I think. Um, the one big takeaway is that the UAP task force uh, is, is, and I think this was in question until now, that the UAP task force takes UAPs more seriously um, especially unidentified than we had previously known, that they feel they have more data to demonstrate there are genuine unidentifieds out there, that they're not ours, they're not theirs, they don't know whose they are. And I think that's the, the really big takeaway. Uh, and he also talked about how, you know, very high levels of the military were briefed on all of this. He even has this memo from one general essentially telling another general, uh, hey, you got to get briefed. You got to have this briefing. It's, there's some really good info here. And this is the type of information that the Senate Intelligence Committee has gotten. So um, there's a lot of compelling information out there that is convincing people uh, and making them think twice about, you know, this topic. And I think that's the most important takeaway. On the flip side, if this does turn out to be a balloon, that's going to be a major problem, I think. Uh, that's going to call into question yeah. any of the conclusions that we've seen thus, thus far in the, from the Navy. But, well, uh, speaking of the Navy, it seems like it was about the same time, possibly, that the photo was taken, that the Navy came out and said that they were going to look more seriously into UFOs. It could yeah, be the similar true. timing. That's true. That is a very good point mm. because, um, you know, the other photo, let's go look at the artist rendering if the debrief site will work for me. They've been getting so many hits I know they that keep their crashing. site keeps going down. Um, yeah. But it looks like it's might be working right now. It's trying. It's trying, people. Go, website. Go. You can do it. Debrief. So let's see. Let's see while we're yeah. waiting. Oh, here it comes. You know, here's the other, here's an artist rendition of the other photo. Here's that memo where, you know, it's uh, um, from this admiral, Navy admiral to an Air Force general. Hey, I recommend you take this briefing. Some good stuff in here, dude. 
including this image here, which is this image and, you know, is allegedly, you can tell in the other image, you know, it was taken by the navigator in the back seat where, and this is an artist's rendering, but it's accurate in that it's supposedly it's the pilot. Isn't it kind of crazy that these guys are flying these jets, these F-18 jets, and they're taking pictures with their phones? I mean, it's dangerous enough for us on the road, but cruising hundreds of miles an hour in an F-18 and you're taking out your phone and taking pictures. Kind of funny. Yeah, I don't know how those I, – I, I wouldn't think there would be an autopilot per se, but there probably is something that will uh, keep it steady if you let go of the, the stick, I would think. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So let's see uh, what device was the pilot using. We don't know. Um, uh, somebody is asking uh, or saying that you can bench press bench press three hundred pounds twenty times. Is that true? <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> I don't. The Midnight Piper is saying I don't know, but much. But I do know what I do know is that Martin can bench press. <laughs> 300 pounds 20 times I don't, that, I don't like to i don't like to brag about it but you know wow yeah that's amazing yeah, it's, uh, yeah. canoodles also mentioned the balloon boy that was a interesting one i think that was in colorado and i was living or was it i was living in colorado at the time but do you remember that there was this ufo balloon this guy launched and uh, he called the authorities and said, my kid crawled up in that balloon as in floating in the balloon. And everyone was terrified. Oh, yeah. I see. Everyone I remember was glued that. to their yeah. to the news. Are they going to save the kid? What's going to happen? The thing eventually runs out of air and land and the kid's not there. And it turned out to be a hoax. The kid was uh, in the house the whole time. And this guy was is like some kind of publicity stunt. Isn't that funny? Then there was yeah. some guy that went up in a, in a chair or no, a couch with a whole bunch of balloons. That was bizarre. Did you ever see oh, that? What was a couch? Yeah, he went up with oh, a couch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think he was suicidal or something, too. And um, I think he survived, though. He did. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah. So this guy, uh, someone says that the F 18s have an autopilot. So uh, interesting. Huh. How about that? Let's see. So those are about the I talked to of, uh, uh-huh. I talked to a pilot that flew a, an older F-18. He was telling me that um, he would hear click, 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 and that was the gallons of fuel or pounds of fuel, pounds of fuel that was the thing was burning. It's so instantaneously burning the fuel. It's amazing. Wow. Yeah. As those things fly. So there's that news. I mean, let's see. What did I learn from MJ? And uh, um, I don't know. MJ kind of alluded to uh, he wouldn't confirm whether or not he had seen uh, the reports and the photos. But he kind of said that he's hopeful other make other news outlets will cover this and, and potentially release the other photo, I guess. That would be great. And I think that's a possibility. Um mm-hmm. Uh, I did talk to Greenwald a little bit about this. He doesn't seem too confident he'll be able to find something, but he's trying. Um, But, you know, like you mentioned before, Elizondo is not even officially in the intelligence community anymore, but he uh, had was aware. It seems as though, because to be honest, I did confirm this with him prior also, um, 
uh, it seems as though he had seen the reports and, and uh, Bob McGuire also was shown at least a photo. So it seems like people on the peripheral of the intelligence community are also getting leaked this information. So it's possible these reports and or photos may be leaked uh, at some point. Hmm. Well, that would be uh, really great if we get to see the other one with the thing coming up, coming up out of the water. I mean, that would be fantastic. Well, and I think they just got the photo, but they're reporting that the thing came up out of the water. Oh, um, but still, I mean, to have a clear photo like that. Oh, I know of a triangle. Mm. Yeah. I talked with, of course, David Marler, who's excited about this. Yeah. news. He wrote the book on triangle UFOs. Excellent book. Um, David Marler is a bad mofo in he my is. book. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. So that's some interesting news this week. I guess what else? Um, the This is interesting. Uh, Dave Danny Silva um, reported this. He... And, you know, I don't think he included where this event took place, but Susan Goff was answering questions and apparently she was asked about the UAP task force and uh, whether or not Kamala Harris had been uh, briefed uh, since she's a part of the Senate Intelligence Committee. And they said no. Susan Goff said she hadn't been briefed. Um, someone else had mentioned that it was kind of strange for her to say that because usually they don't uh, comment on what, um, you know, they leave that to the, uh, to the politicians to comment on whether or not they've been briefed or not. But she said Kamala Harris hadn't been briefed, but of course we do know Marco Rubio and Mark Werner, uh, the two people, the two heads, uh, of that committee had been briefed and have come out and said they found it very compelling and they take the issue very seriously. Um, Marco Rubio going so far as to say he hopes they're aliens because it's going to be scary if they're Chinese or Russians that have this sort of technology. Um, so yeah. uh, so that's kind of interesting, I guess. Uh, I, I think it leaves it open for media to ask her questions or even us to ask her office questions. Hey, uh, you know, you weren't briefed, but do you, are you aware? Have you talked to Rubio or Warner about this issue? Uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I think that would be interesting. Yeah. And when is uh, the, the report is, is due within a few months from now, right? Or is, it, or is um, it in the spring? Well, the bill has only just now... It, it should be probably the spring because a bill, I, from what I understand, the verbiage is as soon as the bill passes, that's when the clock starts for the 180 days they have oh. uh, mm. to submit their report. Um, the um, bill has been approved, I guess, uh, in the House and in the Senate, I think, um, but it's got to go to the president. Uh, the president has been threatening to veto uh over uh, a separate issue and i think it's over the election stuff or something i can't remember he's he's threatening to veto if if uh, the doj doesn't look at the elections or something like that i i can't remember exactly so he may veto for other reasons so that's kind of where we are now um oh, i didn't realize that hmm. yeah so, but regardless, you know, Dean Johnson, uh, who I highly, highly recommend people follow because he uh, works in this arena and legislation can be extremely difficult to understand the pathway uh, of how this all works. And I rely on him also to um, uh, clarify 
when I write about or speak about this topic. And uh, he does have um, a uh, a tweet, another tweet string he did this morning, a thread to explain all of this stuff. And um, let me um, look him up real quick. Here he is. Um, he is D. Dean Johnson. So at D. D. Johnson. So the letter D and then D. E. A. N. Johnson. That is his Twitter feed. Highly, highly, highly recommend people follow it. Um, he gives us updates on this um, on a regular basis. You know what else he does? He he is he really hates Lazar, the whole Lazar thing. <laughs> he'll often post rants about Lazar too. But um, I gotta say, what he posts is totally legit, um, and a lot of information that people uh, are either not aware of, and unfortunately aren't covering and it is valid information regarding Lazard, but yeah, he gets really worked up about um, people perpetuating the Lazard thing. And of course you and I are skeptics as well. Of, um, yes. And how do you spell it again? D D what? I'm going to just pull it up myself here. D Dean Johnson. Let me, um, D Dean. Okay. Bring him up on the screen for people. D Dean Johnson. Got him. Got him. Got it. Uh, let me bring them up. So, yeah, so that's what's been going on. Uh, it was really great. You know, interesting enough, too, MJ Benice, he didn't tell me this, but he did write. Here's what he wrote. Um, Isaac Coy, who does a great job, you know, um, analyzing photos and stuff. He he was like, hey, this this – picture looks like a, a balloon. Um, MJ Benayath wrote, as I mentioned on Alejandro Rojas's podcast, either weird stuff is going on or the intelligence infrastructure of the United States is populated by crazy people. Both scenarios are scary. I'll just report the news and let UFO Twitter speculate. But for the record, I'm Batman. <laughs> and that seems like he's alluding that he... Thinks it's a balloon too. Huh. So that's kind of interesting. And that causes a lot of problems if he's right. Major problem. I mean, is is there a definitive way to, to find that out? I mean, if you could find a Mylar balloon exactly that shape. I looked at the all the Batman ones I could find and there wasn't anything that looked close well, enough. There is a Batman one that looks really close, and um, I will get that for people as well. Um, damn it. Let me just do this. Sorry, guys. It's the one where he's down on his knee or something? No. Oh, a different one? Yeah. It's kind of his cape is out, mm. um, and that's the key. His cape is out, so he, it looks. that's what gives it the um, that look. But I'm going to share this. So people can see, I think that it is that important that people follow um, Dean Johnson here. So here he is. He's a cyborg, actually. Oh, I see that. It's got a patch or something over. Yeah. So cyborgs are like really smart. They're deadly. They can be really deadly. 
but they're also really smart because they have like these computer brains. But there you go. Um, there he is, and he's writing about it and what have you. Let's see what he's writing, huh? He may have that. There's the, the image. He's talking about Kamala. He's essentially saying it's not surprising. She wouldn't have been briefed. Not everybody goes to every, but every briefing. They may be busy, what have you. But yeah, he's got a lot of busy. really yeah. great info. Yeah, she's a little busy right now. Yeah. Getting ready to be what has been traditionally the second most powerful position in the world. But U.S. has kind of been downgraded lately. Uh, so mm. it might be, I don't know. What would you say? It might be like the sixth or seventh most important position now. Hopefully we can correct that. But well, uh, let's if see. we don't learn not to be divided, you know, yeah. we're going to keep dropping. Don't be divided. So here we go. Here's a, I just put Batman UFO in Twitter and I'm getting some stuff. Let's do photos. Are you guys, is this still shared? No, let me share it. You guys can see what I'm talking about. And we'll see what you think, Mr. Martin, put on your analytic skills here. So here, uh, that's not it. But see, these are some of our buddies. Here's Crew Cut, started all the problems. So Crew Cut, and I'm, I'm just kidding, if you're watching or listening, Crew Cut, you're great. But uh, he's the one who uh, was watching my interview with James Fox. And live, and he's the one who asked, "Hey, is there, you know, what are, is there some stuff coming forward that you're looking forward to?" And James said, "Yeah, there's some big news coming, real exciting." And that's when UFO Twitter went crazy with it. And hey, look, that's a picture I took of Jason and Maureen when we went. Hmm. What? What was the the side by side pictures you just skip, you just thought right there? Yeah. What is that? This is just someone pointing out that this is the actual picture. When you yeah. zoom in, it's pixelated. When you try to sharpen it and stuff, this is what it's doing. And this makes it look more like the Batman balloon. So he's saying hmm. it's distorting. This is what we actually, the data we have to work with, which is very little. So when you try to adjust that image, you're distorting the image, and the image distortion is looking more like the Batman balloon. I see. Um, and I think he has a good point. In fact, I, look, if I just do Batman balloon, you'll see there's some stuff here. That's pizza. Joyce, she's a follower. <laughs> she's great. See, everybody's talking about the balloon. Here's people fighting over it. Look at this. The Batman balloon, the balloon fiasco is is tearing ufo twitter apart look at that wow i don't know where this is this must be at the ufo twitter headquarters and people <laughs> are just beating the hell out of each other that's unfortunate yeah. wow i kind of like it though because ufo twitter really frustrates me but here's a balloon they're saying it's like so see these ridges and the v on the top and there are some people who have done a really good job making some gifs that show it more closely what the hell is that? I don't know what that <laughs> is. But here's another balloon. I guess someone is saying, well, it could be this. It looks like the side of it, um, like it has a border, <laughs> almost like it has a border on the side. Yeah. You know, like a. 
here we go. Here's a similarity type thing. Uh, and then on the other side, it's all silver. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. It's probably yellow or it's probably the same thing. Typically, these balloons have the same thing on both sides. Hmm. So well, definitely the shape is the shape is pretty close, isn't it? The shape. Well, again, like that just person just mentioned, this is the adjusted image. So when I you see. adjust the yeah. image, for instance, it makes this look spiky here, whereas the real data, it that could be more rounded and smooth. We don't know. But yeah, I got to say, it is, uh, there are similarities. Yeah, but also, if you look at the side, you can see what I mean by there's like a border on the side. This? It looks like it looks like it could be like a six inch border or something if if that's oh the around scale. this yeah well, around i th think that's a halo due to the sun being on that side and so you're having a reflection here so i think this is reflection hmm. but you know what uh reflection also uh we should probably even just stop analyzing because this is so amateur i'm, I'm totally amateur analysis but yeah. uh, i gotta say you know this reflection here represents i think a larger body than what we see here you know i think that um the reflection wouldn't be as much on on a balloon of this type so i don't mm. know uh yeah. and and at astra saying the unsharpened image looks like it has an edge on it and let's go look at that again because i think that's a good point so there's a balloon people get it um and then if we look at that that one that you wanted to look at, which is, uh, I think a, that person is making a great point um, here. This is Reddit. The dude mm -hmm. who's in charge of Reddit, who's been really active on UFO Twitter lately. Um, you know, here's what they're talking about. Look at that. That could be more square-like. In fact, look at the top, how flat it is mm. compared to what the adjustment does to it. So given this data, this is an estimation. This is a guesstimation by the computer of this data. So I think that uh, this is really what we're looking at. Hmm. Does that look like the balloon? Not as much. Not as much. It's so pixelated. It's just so hard to tell. Mm -hmm. But that is the data we have. And yeah. remember, this is a photo of a photo on yeah. top of all of that. So I think we got to quit freaking out. I think that um, somebody, if somebody could, anybody watching, if you can get over to um, UFO Twitter headquarters and say, hey, guys, you know, settle down. We just don't have enough data. You don't need to be beating the heck out of each other. Yeah, I know. Um, look at that. You know, look at I this. don't see them wearing masks either. Wow. That's a really good point. If you're hey, going to be involved yeah. with a in a brawl right now, especially with the 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 deaths and the covid going crazy, wear your mask, you know. Yeah. If you're and a gangster, if you belong to the Jets um or the Sharks, you know, wear your masks. If it's you're hard to hard to social brawls. very hard to social distance in a brawl too, you know. Mm -hmm. Really tough. I like this Joyce. She's really cool. Oh, look at that. So let me just ask you this, Alejandro. Is any more information known about that particular image? Like, for instance, was there anything on radar, you know, 
any other data to go with that? Um, I can't remember for sure. Um, let's no, like see. if that photograph. Up. Here, let me. I'll read here. The photograph, which is said to have also been taken from inside the cockpit of a military fighter jet, depicts an apparently uh, an apparent aerospace vehicle described as a large. Oh no, this is the other one. Boop 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 boop. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it doesn't say. Hmm. So we don't know. All we know is. Um, uh, this is interesting, too, though. All three officials agreed that based on the photo, the object appeared to be at an altitude of roughly 30 to 35,000 feet and approximately 1,000 wow. feet from the jet fighter. Um, and someone had posted this, and this is fun funny, actually, that there is a website called Balloon HQ. And at Balloon HQ, they actually have um, information about this sort of thing. Uh, hmm. How high a balloon. Oh, here we go. Like how high these balloons can float. And uh, they say, you know, only a, a few thousand feet. Um, and everybody's saying that. Even the, the higher estimates. Some people have said like maybe 20,000 feet or something like that. So um, it doesn't make sense that something could float that high. So we'll see. Wow. We will see. It must have been on radar. Someone uh, is saying we don't know. But yeah, there's a, there's a whole report. There's a lot of information. And the thing is, and I think this is a really big point, that the data that the UAP task force has, whatever that data may be, led them to believe that this is unidentified, that this is something they could not explain oh my gosh karen leaves her phone here okay i don't know who that was that's Hopefully bob that seeger <laughs> yeah uh but i do want to look at real quick yeah so really interesting things going on there um as far as that uap task force uh pretty exciting um uh, also uh i think going on right now uh don't leave because of this uh, Joe Rogan, uh, it might be over already, but James Fox and, um, um, Jacques Vallée are Jacques on Joe Vallée. Rogan. Yeah. In fact, I'll show this picture that, uh, James Fox sent me last night. Uh, it's fun to be able to share all this. That's going to be a real boost for, uh, James film for sure. There we go. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Are. I mean, I'm not the biggest uh, Rogan fan by any means. I, I had said that and people got mad at me, but uh, here's that image of them uh, all together. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, so that's fun. That's good for James. It's a great documentary. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, hopefully, well. Let's see. Yeah. So that's what's going on. What do you got? Well, um, I've been, you know, busy working away here, but I also have been getting a ton of email about, you know, before this whole thing, um, before the 30th, was it the 30th, 30th or December 1st when that website launched? I think the, it was the 30th. 30th, yeah. 
people were sending me email as well, just saying, what is it? What is it? You must know. And, you know, all that. And uh, as I remembered, you, you actually cautioned people to, you know, don't get carried away. It's not, you know. Did they listen? Big, big, no. No. But also, I still hear people saying this is going to be a huge, you know, 2021 is going to be a huge year for UFOs. Maybe it will be. I don't know. It's hard to say. We've been uh, hearing similar things for a long time. Yeah, I know. And, and this is what I would caution people. As someone who's been in this field for a very long time, um, you know, when I first got into this, uh, there are people saying it's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. Uh, there, Some of those people who have said that over the years or who have, have expected that have passed away. They're gone that yeah. I used to know. Um, mm -hmm. But some of the wiser people, uh, you know, have been like, in fact, it was John Schusler who helped found Move On, who was kind of a mentor of mine, who said, you know what? I used to believe that. He's like, in the 70s, I, I thought when Carter got in office, we would find out so much more. And he's like, I, I just got over that long ago because uh, everybody's always saying disclosure, you know, all the answers are going to be revealed tomorrow. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And it never comes. Right and from the beginning, because I watched an old documentary uh, about UFOs in the 50s. And a guy, there was an old guy there saying, I just hope I learn the truth before, you know, I pass on. <laughs> that's, it's like a lesson to learn from that, you know? Yeah. On this website, so those of you who are watching on YouTube, when we're done with this, search our uh, YouTube channel, and you'll find uh, for a Steven Spielberg video that I have. And it's a, it's a Spielberg video that I found and held on to, and it disappeared from the internet. So we posted it at Open Minds, and he's being interviewed about Close Encounters. This is just after Jaws, and he's talking about his new upcoming, and it's great. He talks about some UFO sightings, stuff like that. But it ends with, uh, you know, the timing of my movie is perfect because uh, we're, we're just about, we've just elected um, President Carter, and he had a UFO sighting, and he says he's going to reveal everything. So I think we're going to learn all this new information. You know, all the way back then in the yeah. 70s. And, and of course, that didn't happen. So um, I, I would say this to people. Don't don't get yourself excited. There's no reason. When, when a James Fox or somebody comes on my show and says there's big news coming, temper yourself. You know, it's not um, – I don't mean to be cynical, but maybe you should have some cynicism a bit. And don't – blow it into something huge and that it's not people were like, why are you getting mad at UFO Twitter? They're just excited. It's one thing to be excited about something might be happening. It's another to make up false, you know, assumptions and push false assumptions about what that news is going to be because that hurts this article. For example, a lot of people are like, keep saying, Oh, this isn't the smoking gun. It was supposed to be, this isn't, you know, that great of news it is great news the only reason you all thought and and i don't mean you my audience but you those ufo twitter people the only reason you thought it was going to be more is because you either blew it out of proportion and made complete made stuff up or you fell for the people who were making stuff up instead of listening to the people who knew or the people who were actually writing the article you know, so just don't do it. Don't expect disclosures around the corner. This has nothing to do with disclosure. What 
has been disclosed hasn't been some disclosure coming from, uh, you know, higher ups within the government. This disclosure has come from Luis Elizondo, who had to retire to get information out and to hold to the stars and Bigelow team who has been looking into this for decades and who have been trying to get this information out. And now they're being met with some success due to Chris Mellon and others having uh, experience and the intelligence to, um, you know, engineer all of this coming out. And because John Greenwald kind of gave me some trouble on Twitter a little bit, um, and we were even joking around with each other this morning about it. Yes, they had to bend some rules or they I'm going to say they did bend some rules and they felt they had to bend some rules. Chris Mellon has admitted to me in my interview and and what I wrote about when I wrote the article about Chris Mellon's plan that he had to bend some rules. Um, Elizondo definitely, uh, you know, they bent some rules. Bigelow and Harry Reid bent some rules to, to even make ATIP happen or the original project. OSAP happen, uh, which was, you know, having to do with the Skinwalker Ranch. They did. But, you know, look at the results. This is the results, all of this that has come, that has happened. Will there be more news? Definitely. Like you said, that report coming forward, that's going to be interesting. Um, we should have, hopefully we'll have more leaks about the UAP task force reports. Um, there'll be big, you know, there'll be big, interesting news coming forward, no doubt. And in fact, you know, we haven't heard really much from Lou or uh, Chris Mellon lately either. And I'm guessing that they're definitely working on some exciting stuff. I think Chris is really working on um, making sure that those reports that we get from the UAP task force that are public facing are um, as comprehensive as possible. Um, and he's using his influence for those sort of things. And probably both of those guys are doing that. So, I mean, uh, just, don't, you know, and I would advise also dump the disclosure term. It's, it's still, it's gotten to where people are invoking the term disclosure um, almost like a religion or something when they don't know what it is. Almost like, bless his heart, Giorgio Sucolos with aliens. It's like, if we don't know, it's got to be disclosure. And the problem with that is, Oh, look, UFO inf information is coming out. It's got to be disclosure. This is part of the disclosure. What is that? That's just made up goofiness. That doesn't even mean anything. When you actually dig like Tim McMillan and, and MJ and the, the guys at the debriefing did with these articles this week um, or, or, you know, some of the stuff Danny Silva's put out some good stuff this week. That's actually digging into what is really going on here. Where is this information really coming out and how is it coming out and why is it coming out? It's not some big disclosure. It's a lot of people like you and I who are interested. And I mean, all of you who are listening, a lot of us who are interested, who are trying to get this information out and trying to do our best to, um, you know, educate the public and pry information out from the government and from the people who are in the know. And certainly, um, you know, projects that I'm trying to work more closely with like Skyhub and, and us at the Scientific Coalition for UAP Research, we are working on, I think, exciting things that will hopefully get that done. So, um, you know, and you can participate too. either get involved with SEU or Skyhub or anything else. You can actually purchase uh, material. They show you how for free to build your own Skyhub uh, um, and they'll even help you to build your own device to 
can monitor the skies around your house, or you can get a hold of your uh, politicians because that does help guys, you know, get a hold of Susan Goff, send her an email, um, you know, uh, send your politicians email saying, I want to know more. I want to know what the UAP task force is up to. They're over here telling us nothing. And at the meantime, you know, we've got uh, these major media outlets confirming that the UAP task force wrote these reports and they have these images. We want to know more about that and we deserve it because we're the American public and we paid for, for all of, we, we paid for these multi-million dollar jets. These guys are cruising around in. So we want more information. We pay the paycheck for the UAP task force. We pay Susan Goff's paycheck. So we deserve and want more answers. And that does work. It really, really does. If we all do that. Right. Right. Well, it's it's interesting. I, I think I think, you know, you, you talk about disclosure, you know, that's something I hesitate to use as well. And then but there are some people that say in this field that say, well, disclosures basically already happened. It's like, um, you know, it's been moving forward for a long time. Um, I think, you know, is getting the government to admit that they're looking into the topic it's probably as close as we'll get right now. I don't know. That's it's a really good point. And we don't know what they know. And it, and, and it seems as though, at least for many, you know, that in the intelligence community who saw these reports, this was news to them. You know, they were, and we have to remember that even the people who are insiders like Chris Mellon, or I've talked to Jim Semivan who worked for in the CIA, uh, who's also part of to the stars. Um, you know, they said, uh, people like Powell Hellyer, you know, the defense secretary who's into this topic Canada, in Canada. Yeah. And they all said they never ran across any information regarding this topic in an official capacity while they were working at their government jobs. They had personal interests and they sought information as a hobby on the side, but they didn't receive that. You know, they never came across that sort of information. Adam uh, um, Kehoe, who I had on, you know, uh, kind of, as the guest last week in his recent article, uh, even had Elizondo admit, you know, they had not ran across. He was aware of a project prior to ATIP um, that is secretive that he couldn't get access to um, and other uh, research going on, but nothing like, uh, you know, the secret off the record programs that people assume exist that none of these guys have actually been able to confirm anything like that actually exists. Um, so we don't know how far, you know, how deep the rabbit hole goes. Um, so we're all learning together. And beyond that, you know, as a, and this has always been the issue I've, I've felt as, as a public, we can go ahead and move forward and, and get information ourselves. Um, and I think the guys at SUU, for example, the Nimitz report, the Aguadilla report, these really great UFO reports on these interesting UFO videos, you can go to explore SCU dot um, something or rather. Is it <laughs> I dot org? I think so. I forget, yeah, yeah, dot org. I always forget the last. Um, and, and get those reports. And um, and it's really good stuff. And, of course, Jacques Vallée has got incredible stuff. Uh, James Fox's new documentary, you know, explored and demonstrated a lot of really good stuff. So um, somebody's think, asked. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, two things before I forget. Uh, to your other point. Uh, about disclosure in America, Mark, you know, my buddy Antonio Huneas always said this, that 
America disclosed way before that a lot of people have this illusion. And, and I think, and it's true. And there are UFO luminaries who say this all the time and it is completely false and inaccurate. They say, you know, other governments like France and the UK and uh, have released their UFO files and the Americans are the only ones who haven't. That isn't true at all. I mean, uh, go to the FBI website, the FBI vault, go to, of course, Black Vault, John Greenwald, uh, CIA. The g- American government has released thousands of files on UFOs, thousands and thousands. Of course, we all feel they haven't released the best stuff, like these UAP task force reports, and it's probably true. I think they haven't released the best stuff, but they have released a whole lot. So have they released it all and the juicy stuff? No, but they have released a lot. And so it's inaccurate to say they haven't released um anything yeah i know you can go on like the uh fbi website and look at ufo documents right there mm-hmm. just pretty exactly. interesting exactly so at astra saying rogan has a massive platform it's good for the field regardless of how you feel about him i agree um yeah yeah and and that's what we're saying uh yeah i agree with that so um i don't listen to the show but that's a g- good point you know what though right now this will be controversial, I know. Uh, should I even get into it? I'll just say this. There are certain shows in the mainstream mainstream media that I would not go on, to be honest, um, just because I think that um, uh, the information is just that has been shared is so corrupt. But uh, and uh, so uh, here's a question, and I don't know if you know the answer to this. I, I really don't know what uh, Canoodles is, is referring to here, uh, and I feel like I should. Um, he is saying, uh, how does Hal Putoff fit into the Sapphire Energy Project? I'm not familiar with that. F-I-R-E. Yeah, neither am I. I'll look into that, Canoodles. Um, that's an interesting question. Um, somebody's asking if I can speak about the SCU projects. Um, I don't know. I guess there's just a lot of different work being done. People looking uh, at uh, USOs. Um, that does I mean, remind me of one thing. Robert Powell of the SEU. Didn't you have him on or you're having him on? I just soon? had him on uh, a few days ago. Yeah. yeah he, so t- maybe he talked about this. the research. Yeah. And also he talked about his new book. Right, his new book for between seven and twelve year olds, I think, it's geared for. But it's a you know, um, he is so the way he laid that book out is really great. He did it for his grandchildren because they wanted to know more about the UFO topic. Basically, you know, tidbits of the story illustrated, and then where can you go to get more information? You know, kind of to lead someone into it. Yeah, that's it right there. There you go on Amazon, six bucks. Um, yeah, there it is, six bucks. And uh, the truth about UFOs is scientific uh, perspective, and it's for kids, actually. Yeah, there's actually been a couple calls. Hopefully, it wasn't urgent. If those were urgent calls, she missed. Oh, she might come God. out here. Yeah, she might come out here and beat me. Yeah. Um, and you oh, guys will catch thing. it live yeah. on video. We only Call got a few off. minutes left to the show, so you might make it. Yeah. 
I don't want to. I would rather you guys see it so that I have some evidence for Finally. the courts. Yeah. Um, let's see. What else? Rogan has a healthy curiosity. Um, it's on YouTube. Oh, Sapphire's on YouTube, Canoodle said. So I'll look at that. Um, Dirk, remember Rogan explaining Proud Boys were just fun-loving, normal, safe people? That's a great point. That's one of the reasons I don't like this guy. But uh, And there's a lot more where that came from. But um, uh, oh, oh, can't access the podcast on Spotify. I know a lot of people have listened. Um, put off is part of the review team for Sapphire, uh, the Sapphire Sun. Interesting. I'll have to look at that. I don't know what that's about. But uh, yeah, Robert Powell's got this book out. So there you go. Do you know who will be in the next SEU conference in Huntsville? Well, that's going to be what, 2021 sometime? I do know. So we're working on this right now. Uh, we did a survey to find out if people wanted to do a live conference if, uh, in, in late summer, um, if they would feel comfortable enough because of COVID, of course. Uh, and we have no idea what the COVID situation will be then. Uh, the I'm information. Me too, because it's sounding like we may all have access to vaccines by late spring. Yeah. Um, right. So hopefully we'll be able to do some face-to-face. -face. Uh, so, uh, But we were also looking into doing a live stream like we did with the UFO Congress. Um, and we've still got to talk about it. It seemed like people were really into the idea of doing both. Um, a live and a live stream that does create uh, more work for us. But I think that's kind of what the group would like to do. So that's probably what will happen. But this is what's really cool. Why so many dislikes? Am I getting a lot of dislikes? I don't know. Probably because I'm bashing UFO Twitter and, and <laughs> saying I don't like Lazar. Who knows? No, they don't, they don't like Bob Seger. Oh, they don't like Bob Seger is why. Yeah. yeah, that could be too. That's it. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, the whenever you speak the truth, people don't like it, right? I could make a bunch of stuff up, but uh, <laughs> that wouldn't be – that would be lame. But um, mm, 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 mm. where was I headed? What was I talking about? Oh, SEU. Hopefully I don't get in trouble for saying this. Uh oh, but our keynote. So remember who our keynote was at the last live conference? Um, Were you there? You weren't there. I wasn't there, but wasn't it Kevin or not? No, Kevin was there and he was awesome. Uh, Kevin Knuth, who you're talking about, Dr. Yeah. Kevin Knuth, the physicist. Uh, no, it was Lou Elizondo. Oh, okay. And someone's saying that Chris Mellon's going to be next. You just took, like, stole my punchline. <laughs> Yeah, you're exactly right. Chris Mellon will be next. So that's really exciting. Um, we have been doing, and we do have one coming up this week. So uh, I guess I should plug that. So we're going to have Rich Hoffman of the SCU talking about, um, you know, the sort of material, how to investigate UFOs, essentially. That's going to be Monday, Monday at 4 p.m. Mountain. Uh, Martin helps us out with those. So Martin and I will be in the background hosting Rich Hoffman for the SCU on the SCU's YouTube. We'll be doing a live stream with Rich Hoffman. Um, so essentially at the SCU, we've been doing these live stream videos. You can go see where people are kind of summarizing and topic, talking about the topics they were going to speak at the conference last year, but it was canceled. So we're still going to bring all those people back to talk about these topics more robustly in a live setting um, for the next conference. So essentially 
the people that we are doing these live streams with um, and the people we had scheduled for last year when we had to cancel, those will, for the most part, be the same speakers um, for next year, which is coming up. Who would win a fight, Lazar or Greer? Uh, there's no doubt Greer. I mean, Greer is a lifter. He's I all up. I think that's who they're referring to with about the 300 pounds 20 times. I, I think, think so, they, too. Yeah. They got you mixed up with, with Stephen Greer. Too um, sexy Lazar, for a shirt. Yeah. Both guys I've met. Lazar is a skinny guy, a, a little guy. Um, and you know what's interesting is I could see them getting in a fight, actually. Yeah. I could see them being at a conference together and, and getting in a fight. So Greer um, is pumped up. <laughs> um, here's a question, and we'll see. I would love to hear your answer, and I'm going to let you answer first. Does uh -oh. the current UFO community have little interest in the many abduction experiences? This is coming from Eve. Um, I, think, I think there's definitely a crossover for sure. Um, but I think there's a lot of people that question the amount of um, experiencers that there seems to be in this country, I think. You know, I, I do hear that as feedback. But, uh, well, that's kind of my take on it. Yeah, I would say for me, um, and I'm, I'm getting you guys the link, too, for the upcoming video with Rich Hoffman. Here it is. Um, and I'll share this in the chat with y'all. So here's where you can join me and Martin hosting Rich Hoffman. Um, Rich has been doing UFO work since he was a little kid. He was like on That's what? Right. Donahue, I think, when he was a teenager. Yeah. Uh, with UFOs. So there's the link. Let's see. Rich Hoffman live stream. I'll say this about abductees. I would say there's still an interest, but um, I certainly don't cover it much. And as much as I used to, I may have a friend on who wrote a book uh, recently just because I think he's a, he's a good dude, Craig Combasso. And, um, and I want to ask him, you know, what do you think? Uh, actually, I was on a, uh, I was in a documentary not too long ago with Stephen, with uh, Richard Dolan was in it. Um, and uh, about abductees, uh, I think it's interesting. I think it is uh, something that should be legitimately researched and investigated uh, that the mainstream should take seriously when hundreds of thousands of people, and I believe that the numbers at least that long, believe that they're having these experiences, then it should be researched. Why don't I talk about it? Because there's not research out there that's being done. It's really difficult, if not impossible, to verify whether or not any of this stuff uh, is real or not. Uh, here are the two problems, that there's not physical evidence. Uh, I know some people will say, yes, there is. There's been um, uh, implants. None of those implants have been seriously uh, analyzed uh, to show something mysterious. Uh, Bless his, uh, you know, rest in peace, Dr. Roger Lear. But uh, the guy that he had looking into it to do his science uh, is just not credible. Uh, I've worked with him in the past and everything's nanotubes. And of course, you know, allegedly these have nanotubes. Here's the other problem is that the messages are not consistent. You know, when you talk, when you, let's say, you know, at the UFO Congress, there's always, you know, abductees, contactees. 
when they relay what they believe or what they've been told, they're all saying something completely different. And um, that's a major problem. You know, there isn't that consistency. There are some bits and pieces of consistency. Um, and also a lot of the major researchers uh, have tainted, I think, the research, um, uh, namely those or particularly those who do not have experience um, or degrees in, let's say, uh, in, in psychology um, to understand that. So, uh, yeah, I think it's an area ripe for research. But um, it, it's just harder to research than other areas. And I hope one day, and if I can be a, uh, help encourage and inspire some real uh, investigation uh, into that arena, I definitely would like to do that. And I do keep it in the back of my mind because it is something that I think is important. Well. I believe in Travis Walton. Yeah, there's people like Travis Walton. I think that's a great case. Uh, the Calvin Allagash Parker, guys, Allagash. Calvin Parker. Um, exactly. There are some really great uh, cases out there that seem very mysterious and have a UFO part to it with multiple witnesses. Um, right. So I agree. Yeah. Uh, when are you going to bring someone to speak about how to improve the obsolete field of investigation techniques? Um, Hoffman, like I said, is going to be talking about that at, at the SCU and the link that I just posted. And then also, um, I would say, I, I think, uh, I had an interview with Steve McDaniel on Skyhub, but maybe I'll do some more Skyhub stuff. I think Skyhub's doing a really great job in figuring out how to kind of move that forward, um, to, um, move that sort of investigation forward. So there we go. Anything else you wanted to share, Martin? I guess we uh, ought to wrap her up, huh? Yeah. I'm freezing here. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've had to have the heat off so I can talk to you. And yeah. And are you still in Maine then? I'm down. I'm in Maine down along the coast. So it's right got to be cold, huh? It's freezing in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, and it's been chilly, chilly here in, in Arizona. I know probably and I wasn't, 78. No, actually colder. Well, it, it, it's even been chilly in the house. It's been colder than that. And then I was down in California, of course, where my home is not long ago. And it was chilly there too. Uh, I've been avoiding people as much as possible. Uh, otherwise kind of, but, um, but yeah, I guess the last thing I will say is go check out my Rojas reports that are right here on YouTube uh, with MJ Benias and Tim McMillan. I think they're really important. These are the guys of the hour. They're the ones that are releasing this big news that everybody's excited about. And it is big news. And I think that, you know, that MJ and, and, and Tim are great. Their, their heads are in the right place. We talked about why and how this is big news, the significance of it all. They revealed some kind of behind the scenes on how this all came about, including their new website. So do go check that out. And those videos are only going to be free for a few more days because I do put them into the membership area of this YouTube channel after a few days. Um, so go watch them later today if you want to see them without charge. But I would also greatly appreciate it if you did click the join button. That's either there or there or there. 
I don't know where it is. If you're watching on YouTube, click that join button. And for a couple dollars, you'll have access to all of my Rojas reports, which includes lectures that I do, uh, you know, analysis, and also some, all of my interviews with all of these people, several interviews with like Robert Powell, Tim McMillan, uh, Lou Elizondo, Chris Mellon, all kinds of people. So go check all that out. Otherwise, check out Podcast UFO, which is every Tuesday. Um, and uh, do you want to plug where they can see your stuff? Yeah, it's just there every Tuesday live at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And I have uh, Melanie from the Berkshires UFO coming up um, this week. If anyone watched that on Netflix, I thought it was fantastic. Um, so she's going to be on. It should be an interesting show. And I just want to say this. If you become, if you do join uh, down below, you, you turn green, don't you? I see like unidentified. Oh, you do. That's a really great yeah. point. Those people in the chat who are a different color and stuff. And I should say thank you. Cause I think I saw. Thank you, Lou. Somebody just joined. Yeah. yeah thank I you. Can't find her. It was, it was, uh, yeah. She was like all, yeah. all lit up because she had just joined and I should I don't have said, see her. Thank I don't you. see her either. Yeah. I'm so sorry. She probably was like, he didn't even say anything. So, yeah. Green Boy Clue. Uh, but yeah, uh, I will post this here. But I was going to say uh, also that we do have, I think, what is uh, probably one of the best videos. And I say this because it was a group project uh, on the Allagash because I had worked hard over the yeah. years to interview and find all the guys related to the Allagash. And I've got them in a video uh, I'm just posting their link right now. I should post what it is before I. The most like. intriguing one of them all, in my opinion, is one of them that I did not speak with myself. And that's Jack. His story is incredible. Yeah. And uh, he's got health issues and everything. So he's hard to that's get right. in touch with. So check yeah. that out. And I will say, uh, I've said this before, but just real quick to end everything. There is a fourth guy who is really hard to get a hold of. Um, Chuck. Raz, Rack, R-A-K. And there is rumors out there that he debunks the whole thing, but that's not true. I've yeah. talked to him directly. He didn't want to go on the record. Uh, he said I would be fine if I shared this because he let me do a little interview, but he didn't want to be recorded in any way. And he is really mad at the other guys. He says they're religious zealots, and that's his thing. He's uh, not religious, and he thinks they're over-religious, turn their experience into something religious. But he mm. confirms he saw the UFO. All of the UFO stuff, the UFO over the water, when they're fishing, coming out of, yeah. all of that really occurred. He says, yeah, I was there. I saw all of the, that. He just said when they tried to regress him, he didn't recall anything. And he doesn't believe they were abducted. He's doubtful that any of that sort of thing happened. Wow. But he did confirm the UFO portion of it. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. How about that? All right. So that's it. Thank you all so very much. Thank you, Martin Willis, for joining us uh, once you. again. Thank you to Caleb Hanks for the opening and close music. And that is, yes, Micah Hanks' brother, who uh, Micah Hanks is part of the new debrief thing. Thank you all so much for joining us. Thank you to Karen for being in the background and providing uh, the Bob Seeger music. Uh, that's right. Yeah. A while. Bumper and music. Yeah. He has some bumper music there. Uh, and I hope to see, talk to you guys next time. So until next time, adios, adios muchachos. muchachos.